Wednesday morning, 22nd of March on rural Queensland today across the Resonate Broadcast Network. Uh, Malcolm Elliott, a former principal and president of the Australian Primary Principals Association, joins us this morning. Malcolm, good morning and thank you so much for being with us. Uh, very, very pleased to be with you. Uh, This stat is horrifying, but more than one in four Queensland school principals were physically attacked last year, while nearly a third were the victims of bullying. And shockingly, it was the parents that are often the perpetrators. I'm going to say this now, why would anybody subject themselves through it? I I understand we need school principals and we need school teachers, but when this kind of statistic comes out, the survey found that nearly 47% suffered physical violence and 53% suffered threats of violence in 2022. Now, that's 2,500 principals across the country. Um, yeah, I mean, yep. wow. That is just yeah. horrifying. Yeah, well, it, it's a horrifying, alarming, any any word you like to use about it. Um, ben, it, it, this has been going on for a long, long time. And the sad thing is that we hoped that uh, this kind of uh, uh, data would be going in the other direction because you know during the pandemic and the period of lockdowns, uh, members of the general public saw teachers and school leaders at their absolute best doing what they do day in day out for kids, you know, adapting and and uh, really providing high quality learning, and that was just such a welcome relief to hear the praise that was coming. But now you know there's a return to this abusive behaviour, and really it's just got to stop. And we we need the support of everyone in order for this uh, behaviour to change. Is COVID the reason? Is that how? Is it being pinpointed because they were away from the classrooms and, and in some ways discipline? I mean, you can't put it on one thing, but is it a contributing factor? Uh, uh, maybe there's maybe there's something there, but uh, it's more like uh, an evolving social trend that is very alarming. We see it in the way that ambulance drivers are treated, people yeah. in hospitals. You know, we, we see it everywhere with signs up saying, "Please don't abuse." not our fault and it, and uh, not to put too fine a point on it or, or to make a, a trivial point just the other day there was a, a noted a um, efficient chip shop where someone was uh, they put up a sign saying please don't abuse us because we don't sell chips on their own anymore because of the potato um, shortage crisis. yeah yeah the, the shortage so people's reactions to things are out of proportion and we've really got to get to grips with this idea that um, abuse is never acceptable, but we've also got to learn as a community that, um, you know, if you've got a difficulty with somebody else, try to come at it at the lowest reasonable emotional setting, not over the top. And I'd also say to you, Ben, that, that when I say over the top, the behaviour of people perpetrating this kind of um, stuff against school principals has to be seen and heard to be believed, and most people would be aghast at what happened. Well, I'm going to read the percentages of school leaders subjected to offensive behaviour in Queensland. And, you know, so sexual harassment's 2.5%. Threats of violence, 53.7%. Physical violence, physical violence, 46.9%. Bullying, 31%. Unpleasant teasing. I mean, I understand that. Conflicts and quarrels. I mean, I'm not as... I'm not as concerned, and I, I know it shouldn't happen um, by that. Gossip and slander, I, I think that's horrific, and cyberbullying, 39%. The big things, threats of violence, 53%. Physical violence, 46%. Gossip and slander and cyberbullying, to me, sexual harassment, yes, but very minor, obviously. That's obviously, I'm not saying it's, but I'm just looking at that saying, holy hell, the physical violence yeah. that's been taken place, it, it, it's, it's, 
it's criminal. It's a criminal charge. But the thing about it is now is that then you've got to be able to convince people and men and women who are dedicating their life to education who want to go up uh, higher up the yeah. food chain to become principals. And and with these kind of what, why would you do it? You you just wouldn't put yourself through it. Uh, exactly. And uh, look, uh, there's no other way to see it. To be honest, with you been there, and this is causing people to walk away from it. And and uh, you know uh, we've got an aging demographic in in teaching uh, as it is, but people are retiring earlier than they otherwise would have, which means that we've got uh, not only this issue of the abuse, but it's compounding because our very experienced people are leaving the the uh, profession uh, in droves, and that's the only other way to look at it too. And that that leaves then less experienced people to try to pick up the reins. And, and and what we're uh, dealing with here is uh, also uh, the responsibility that we've got as a whole community to help people who uh, don't understand quite how to conduct themselves, uh, either uh, as members of the community, but also as parents. And I, I, I hasten to add here that across the country, the vast majority of parents, majority of parents with whom we work, are wonderful people, and there's not a problem. But there are just far too many people who themselves are affected by intergenerational trauma and they pass this on to their children through their behaviour. So instead of saying, as um, you know, I would have been told when I was a, a, a child and I dare say I've got a few years on you, Ben, that, well, uh, you know, something's gone wrong. Let's uh, see if we can put that right. What, what, what did you do? And expecting a truthful answer from their children, you know, I'd have to tell the truth. Uh, and uh, if, if I didn't tell the truth, then I'd be in a lot of trouble. But that was the way it was then. Uh, we're not saying that, that school principals and teachers need mindless uh, uh, obedience. We, we're not, we don't mean that at all. We know that things uh, go badly wrong uh, sometimes and the law is broken and that has, that's, that's intolerable. But what we are saying is that please, to members of the community, please understand that your school leaders are doing this because they really believe in what they're doing, helping to build a nation, but also helping to build hopeful, optimistic uh, re- really encouraging opportunities for uh, young people in this country. We're not we're not the enemy. Yeah, I, I agree with it, and I, and I, I absolutely hear what you're saying. Um, to me, I'm concerned though that you know it, it, it's something that the government need to step in. Now there is two and a half thousand principals across the country that took part in the Australian Catholic University's annual Principals Occupational Health and Safety Survey. Um, and it found that physical violence was the, it's at the highest level in 12 years. And I, I understand what you're saying in YouTube. I get that. But um, Malcolm, you know, at some point governments have got to step in, you know, we've got to protect our teachers. Education is the only thing um, moving forward. Like I, I don't understand. And I mean this, why, why we couldn't, and I mean this, try and get some sort of legislation through about this because otherwise we are going to lose everything. Well, I agree with you. I think that um, uh, when we look across society, all our uh, really important institutions are under attack uh, and our our education surely is the underpinning of our society, surely. And with all the things that we face from climate change to um, a need for us all to be financially literate, you name it, uh, you know, good citizens. All of this stuff is dealt with in an expert way in schools, and we need to be right behind this, uh, our education system, not uh, causing people to leave it because they can't deal with the behaviour of adults and um, and children who are uh, violent and abusive. 
So that's absolutely right. I mean, in terms of government, uh, we've been saying for a long time that uh, this is the responsibility of all levels of government. In, in this instance with uh, schools, of course, local governments are very powerful. The local mayor, uh, the, the councillors are absolutely critical to getting behind the, the effort of schools because they know the families, they know the principals, the teachers, the children themselves, and also our business community getting behind our schools and saying this is really important. This is our next generation of workers, but also our next generation of thinkers, our next generation of uh, world citizens. And we must get right behind this, please, uh, to our members of the general public. Don't put blockers in the way for really, really good people um, to do their work. And then uh, nationally, I, I'd, I'd love to see uh, a program uh, led uh, by the Prime Minister, uh, uh, Anthony Albanese. We've got a, a terrific new Minister in, of Education in Jason Clare, who is right on board with all this. But I think that we need to take these messages to the public in the most powerful ways that we can. We need advocates who are uh, high-profile public figures. We need advocates who are low-profile, quite humble uh, members of the public saying that we all are right behind our schools. We have got to make a cultural, social change. I agree 100%. I agree 100%. Uh, harrowing is an understatement when I hear these kind of situations. Thanks so much for being with us this morning. You're welcome, Ben, and thank you so much for your interest. Um, you and your radio station and your program are absolutely uh, critical to all this, and I thank you very much for your efforts. Good on you. Malcolm Elliott, former principal and president of the Australian Primary uh, Principals Association. Unbelievable. One in four Queensland school principals physically attacked last year. Unbelievable. We'll take a break, come back with more. Things have got to change.